0: What's this? What the patrol of the minus the California? Uh. Weather headlines for today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell.
0: Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the revenue generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today going to be introducing something new we're calling it chumps champs and challengers joining us for our very first chumps champs and challengers episode is jordan crawford who is the ceo at blueprint which helps b2b companies build go-to-market systems by pain not persona jordan is also a guest host in the martech podcast and a self-confessed data hound and a lover of whiskey wait wait the whiskey parts me jordan thanks for joining and helping me launch chumps champs and challengers thanks so much for having me doug well you have to admit though you're also a whiskey fan Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? He can't claim that for himself? Like the only guy that drinks whiskey? What's that about?
0: I'm not the data geek, though. You get to take that one. (laughs) That's true, yeah. All right. So let's talk about our first subject under the microscope, the conversational marketing software industry. This is the chatbot software. And uh, I'm going to define the market pretty loosely here, Jordan. But I will say that according to G2 Crowd, there are 427 companies in the category which we could never hope to cover. We've chosen four companies to discuss. We're gonna talk about Drift, talk about Qualify, we're gonna talk about HubSpot, and we're gonna talk about an up-and-comer, bell. And our job today, without being overly glib, is to help people understand who the chumps, who the champs and the challengers are. So what is this market why do we pick it, Jordan? Why was this our first topic?
1: Well, I just love chat. I think that it's hard to update your website, no matter how how big or small you are, right? Like even if you look at tools like Webflow, it's like, "Oh my gosh, but it's really easy to launch a chat bot and there's so many cool things that you can do with it, and the industry has evolved at sort of a breakneck pace and so I think there's just a bunch of new opportunities here and the sort of incumbents in the space to develop a lot of really neat features and so it's just a robots market with just a huge value add for folks like yourself.
0: Okay, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take that and parse it down a little bit more. I'm going to say that it is a broad market. I agree. 427 companies is no joke. I don't know that there's a category in G2 that has more. I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to call me and be like, yeah, that's 721 in this other category. <laughs> but what's interesting to me is, and what we're parsing down to here is really the conversational intelligence software that is about, sorry, the chat software that is ultimately about helping marketers engage better with prospects, helping sales and marketing people engage better with prospects. Because because there's a whole continuum, especially when you start talking about consumer services, help centers. If you've ever dealt with Comcast, you've dealt with a a whole (laughs) different platform there to be sure. But we wanted to focus really on the companies are going to be familiar with their audience. And really that use case is how do I help drive a better engagement, better conversation, better results with prospects. So... I'm going to start us off. I'm going to give a short list. And Jordan, I'm going to start with the big dog, Drift. Okay, here are the stats. And I'm I'm going to tell you their positioning straight from their website. Drift.com is a conversational marketing and sales technology company based in Boston. Check this out, Jordan. Founded in 2015. God, that was like yesterday. There you go. Today, (laughs) they've raised over $100 million. In September, 2021, Vista Equity, we all know who Vista is, took a majority stake in the company, which then vaulted them to guess what? unicorn status and according to linkedin they have just shy of 700 employees so my job here jordan is talk about being a consumer of the software right my job is to talk about where i think the category might go my job is to talk about jobs to be done your job is to be the data hound and part-time lover of whiskey tell us what you think about drift
1: well i have used drift in the past for some of my engagements and i think it's a great tool and the evolution of drift has been just amazing So I remember when they started launching branching and you could connect with Clearbit Reveal to say very specific things to very specific people on your site. And so that evolution has Move from a have any questions, which is just the death of every chatbot. By the way, to I haven't looked at yours. I hope that Lean Data. Oh my God! You just described Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. But I just think that there's so many opportunities to speak specifically at scale to your buyers with some of these intelligence tools. That it's just one of the best leverage tools if you have a lot of traffic on your B two B site to uh, to take advantage of.
0: So it's really the originator. It's a company that has pushed the boundaries in terms of what conversational intelligence software can do, what bots can do, right? I agree with you. Their platform's impressive. They are absolutely a platform. And as I can see, they've gone beyond their core use case, which was how do I help marketers sell more stuff? How do salespeople sell more stuff? Really to covering every aspect, I think that's possible out there. So that's Drift. We picked a couple other interesting folks. One of my favorites out there today is Qualified. So I'll give the stats, right? Qualified is a conversational marketing chatbot software company. They're based in our backyard, Jordan. Actually, technically yours. I'm in Oakland, San Francisco. Founded in 2018, they have raised 68 million to date, and according to LinkedIn, they have about 175 employees. I, linked, I looked at LinkedIn. By the way, great insights on LinkedIn. If you uh, guys, uh, if you guys ever just want to know a little bit more about a company, check it out. It's awesome. They have grown like crazy. Now, lost small numbers, of course. You know, if you want to increase size by 100, percent you hire your second employee, right? Going by cr- like crazy, and it looks like they're hiring across the board, meaning. You're not seeing them kind of surge growth with sales marketing. You're seeing them hire kind of the entire company, if you will. A lot of development folks on board recently, too. We've been impressed with by them. We've talked about how really, I think, specifically interested in the fact that they've taken this slightly different angle into the market, which is Salesforce native.
1: Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I love about them is I do think that they're tacking in the right direction. And so because Drift has gone really wide, and it's like, well, what do you want to do? Drift has a value prop for that. Qualified has actually gone narrower and deeper, right? And you hear a lot of this talk in B2B marketing about signals, right? So they talk about this, right? Tap into goldmine, a buyer intent signals. So instead of this world of bots necessarily where you may have a qualifying flow, et cetera, what they're going to do is really deeply connect your sales force, find the right people, and then give them the best experience to chat with you as possible, right? So who are the key accounts that are on your site? What does their level of engagement look like? So they're really going to go kind of deeper in the chat space as I see it. And if you look, you talked about their growth, if you look at their install on BuiltWith, again, small numbers, but just up and to the right. And I think that that's because they're saying, we really, really care about your revenue. And how can we focus on the prospects that are on your site that are going to drive the most revenue for you and uncover them, tell you about the behaviors or watch what they're doing on your site and give you that sort of deeper level that maybe Drift doesn't seem to have based on their current marketing.
0: Okay, and we threw in HubSpot. This is an interesting choice. We we had a little bit of conversation about it because HubSpot is traditionally not known necessarily as a chatbot software system. They have a platform play. If you folks have not heard of HubSpot, let me give you the stats. They're an American developer. Again, this is their positioning, folks. I'm reading this from their website. HubSpot is an American developer and marketer of software products for inbound marketing sales and customer service. They are a public company. I think the only company on our list that's public with annual revenue approaching a billion founded in 2006 in Cambridge, Mass. So why do we put HubSpot into the mix?
1: Well, I think they are like the Google Forms of Chatbot, right? It's like, have you ever used Google Forms? It is just enough for you to not use another piece of software, right? It's like, ah, it doesn't quite do what I need, but it's so free. And so this is a loss leader for them, right? They're giving you the pumpkin and hope you show up for Halloween, right? And there's not really a lot here. Like if you go to their chat page, they talk about it as free, free, free chat, free chat. They're not talking about any like features. And so this is the sort of how can we commoditize a lot of the things that you're used to in chat. And if this is the Costco chicken, right, of chatbots, right, get you in the door, get you deep into the store, and you're going to buy a bunch of things on the way.
0: Oh, that's thank you, Jordan. That's a first. It is the Costco chicken of software. Wow. I think you should trademark that now quickly. Jordan, get on the phone with the lawyers. That's amazing. All right. And finally, I love this company and I don't want to tip my hat, but I probably just have big time. I think I tipped it so far, it fell off. But Service Bell is an internet based platform that helps, again, this is their marketing, helps website visitors with embedded live video chat for sales and retention growth. Service Bell was founded. And check this out, Las Vegas in 2020. And I believe it's Bootstrap. So, you know, if you looked in LinkedIn Navigator, it's telling you it's not a lot of employees there. So these are always the folks that are interesting, those small, scrappy folks. Well, you wouldn't know any of those people, would you, Jordan? Small <laughs> people I, three person standing his
1: back the only people i talked to all day long <laughs> By the way, Jordan's
0: from Blueprint. He founded it along with his partner. So yeah, maybe you guys should be hanging in Vegas. Cost labor probably probably led cheaper, a lot more fun than San Francisco. All right.
1: I can't do that. I can't do that because I'm going to gamble. <laughs> I'm going to put, instead of putting the money back into my product, I'll put it in the slot machine. So I got to stay away from Vegas.
0: You founders, you guys kill me. you you're like, I don't gamble. Yeah, you do. You're gambling with your day. <laughs> Every single day you gamble your life away. It's, it's so really true. impressive. Says the weakling that has been in corporations his entire life. So, Okay. Let's think about, we're talking about chatbot software for sales and marketing folks, right? That's what we're digging into. So I got a job on this show, Jordan. I you have to tell you, I enjoy actually thinking about stuff and saying stuff on the podcast. So I'm so excited just for this, right? So a couple of things. First of all, you said to me earlier, you know, what's the job to be done? We are talking about this episode. What's the job to be done? And so guess what? Not a very smart guy. You know, I'm a Philly fan, which makes me stupid. I think right out of the gate. But one thing I'd say when I think about chatbot software as a consumer of the software, I'm thinking, how do I increase the likelihood that somebody visits the website and finds what they need? Right? That's the job to be done. And if I take that a bit further, right, for the interest of the, of the consumer, in this case, the consumer is me, I'm saying, how do I improve? What's the ROI? How do I improve the likelihood that a visitor is going to do something I like on the site? Again, this is B2B software. This is a fairly narrow use case. That's how I see the industry as the consumer. And then if I think about Where things are likely headed, I do, you kind of tipped your head a little bit on Drift, by the way. I feel like Drift is getting this understanding that the core use case at the end of the day is about evaluating how that interaction, that signal can be consumed by a large organization for the better of the organization and for that consumer, for the prospect, if you will. So I feel like that's where things are going. I have to say, I looked at Drift and initially what I thought, Jordan, was, my God, that's a big platform for bots. Right, it's a big platform for bots. There's a lot of kind of they've peanut butter spread this whole thing around. But as I looked at what they're doing, they have covered every potential aspect of that core use case, which is again, how do we increase likelihood somebody shows my site and finds what they need, and then for the for the consumer, the customer of the software, it is how do we increase the likelihood that that's a good engagement leads to revenue. Ted, that about right to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that the thing that you said that was really interesting is that in, the job to do does increase likelihood that a, a visitor will come to the site and find what they need. That's funny because I had thought of the job to be done here as how do you find the best accounts and convert them? So, find what you need is a really interesting thing because that means necessarily that you probably have a more complex product. And you land, you know, a visitor lands your website and they're like, where the hell should I go? Like, that's what I feel when I look at the Drift site. It's like, look at the, if you go to the platform or the solutions of the platform, it takes up 80% of the screen. So it's like oh my gosh drift do i want the drift deal room drift intel drift meetings drift live chat drift video right and so ironically a drift chatbot might help me navigate that based on some understanding about intelligence about what is my company and what is my company interested in so so those seem like two different use cases the routing and the conversion depends on the type of company so on the conversion side maybe hubspot's good enough but the routing side you're probably going to want a, a drift like tool to do that
0: yeah i think it's a really good point and i have to say in many ways, I feel like you see software categories getting birth because we have this increasing level of complexity facing consumers. They're showing up on the websites. And they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, what am I looking for? What am I doing? Because we tend to vomit stuff out as marketers. It's like, here's all the products you could possibly encounter on my <laughs> yeah, website. Yeah, Sorry, to rest, yeah. but it, it is overwhelming. <laughs> it takes them out the page when you, yeah. you're like, I, it's hard to navigate. And ironically enough, you said something the other day that I thought just really, really was fascinating, which was, don't go on the website because you might have them, basically, the chat might explode on the page. You didn't say it this way. But it's like, there are certain chats, websites you go to, and you're like, I'm going to get bombarded. Right? I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get, quote, unquote, attacked. Right? And so tell me about that feeling for you, Jordan, this idea, because this really gets back to the jobs to be done. Right? So why did you say that?
1: Well, I think that the problem is, and you see this a lot in sales marketing, that especially more in sales, that the problem is attention. Sales think that they can't get attention if they could only get attention, right? I was having a fantastic conversation with uh, folks at a Sendoso competitor. And they said, some people will sign up for our service. And they'll say, if only I could get attention, I'll close all these deals. And those customers churn. And so I think that it's really a problem when you say that the purpose of chat is to get attention of the buyer. I think, we need to flip that script and say, what value can we deliver them because we have some intelligence on them or their problem. right? And that could be things like one of the things that I did when I worked for Lucidworks is we got a 500% increase in chatbot conversions by speaking to an industry case study. So this was a company very much like Drift. They did everything to, for everyone. And I said, hey, do you want to see how we help Shell? So Chevron would come to the site and we talked about Shell as a case study. So that's not necessarily about me like trying to like ding 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 and just get your attention it's more about here is how I think I can help you so don't mess around with my complicated website i have a experience for you specifically and i think that that is the value of chat and you can do this in other ways too like utm parameters right you know what ad they're coming from and if you know what audience was in that ad you can say something specific to them from the utm parameters so Drift gives you the ability to do that without being an engineer or without having to go to your team to change landing pages. And I think that that's the primary value of chat. It's the easiest possible way to deliver a message to the right person and speak their language.
0: Okay, so we showed off our big brains here, Jordan. We clearly have a deep and profound knowledge. I'm shaking my head the other way (laughs) of the industry, but (laughs) probably a better way to put it, probably observers. I'd argue I'm a customer to some degree. And so for the Glib Awards, guess what, guys? We've got to define... The participants we talked about in terms of chumps, champs, and challengers, I would just say this before we dig in and start declaring where these folks land. First thing to say, it's just Jordan and I, folks, I have to say at some level, this can change probably in two to three months from now. The market moves so incredibly quickly. Sophie, name you as the chump, by the way, it's Jordan's fault. Uh, it's the champ. <laughs> You can send the check to me, challengers. Uh, we'll wait and see what's happening.
1: Okay. Doug's so for, drinking right now, by the way. He's drinking whiskey. <laughs> so I just want to let you know, just for so the people that can't see. <laughs> Have I couched that one enough? Have I couched that one <laughs> enough, Jordan? What do you think?
0: All right. So we talked through a couple of the companies. I want to, I want to just go pick on a couple more here. So we talked about HubSpot. Finally, we want to land on Service Bell. Okay. You brought Service Bell up. I would not heard about yeah. Service Bell. So let me give you the, uh, give me the, just the kind of bottom line for my experience on Service Bell. And I kind of want to work our way back through and talk about this rubric we've created. So, Service Bell is really interesting because they not only are they small and they're based in Vegas, but they've effectively turned this and said, how do I create more of a connection based on video? Right. So, how am I actually showing a face as opposed to somebody uh, chatting? It's a really interesting angle. And what was your assessment, of the folks that were at Service Bell?
1: Well, I've chatted with them and that's exactly right. The video piece is that just skip chat completely. Right Now, chat has evolved to such a place that when you go and you see a chat on a website, you're like, there's not going to be a person here. This is going to be a terrible experience. I'm going to have to go through some bot that is going to ask me a bunch of questions before I can get in touch with anyone. They're not going to respond. Right. The nice thing about Service Bell is not only can you have a live video conversation with someone, but they can initiate that video conversation. And so I think that you have to use this sparingly, which is the kind of danger here is that I can see a bunch of sales reps making that like notification really a problem. But I do think that there are cases where, for example, I happen to know that they're installed in a medical company where you want to have a private conversation, you want to have a personal connection. And so that's like, you don't want to go in the chatbot and talk about your medical history. But if you did it with a nurse over live video and the friction was low, suddenly, you can have a much more meaningful conversation. And frankly, like none of these chatbots softwares we talked about are positioned like that. And it's a huge opportunity, I think. Okay.
0: I, and that's a perfect segue into uh, Chumps, Champs and Challengers because that is the tool that I'm going to use to judge whether or not companies fit into whichever of the categories they're going to fall into. And that is which company is best currently at reducing friction? That's really how I'm looking at this, right? We talked about jobs to be done. We talked about the use cases. I agree with everything you've said. Do you want me to go first here, Jordan? You want to, I'm going to do the first declaration, the first champs, champs and challengers declaration. Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, you should do it. <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: I'm going to weigh in. So for me right now, my champion's Drift. And I know that's the safe choice. The reason that Drift is my champion is they have effectively dug in, I think, to the core of what the service is supposed to be. And so each move I see them making and each time I see them adding some level of feature functionality, call it products, again, they got a lot of products on the website. I'm seeing them trying to extend the value of those interactions. So they're my champs right now. I would also say breadth of platform. And I would also just say, there's something to be said about buying, sorry, Drift, the Buick, right, the Ford. You know, again, 2015, they're not exactly long in the tooth. But it's very, very clear they've been there and done that. So there's platform stability experience. And I would also say their services organization is awesome, right? So that combination puts them in champ land. Did I name your champ, Jordan?
1: Yeah, I actually would say that my champ might be, might be qualified. Because I think that certainly less long in the tooth here. They're a younger company, a smaller company. And I really think that the sort of integrated experience and just talking about How you can identify who you should chat with seems to be just most of the challenge here, right? And so it seems to be that Qualified is driving in that direction, right? Like, I want to figure out who you should chat with. And that's, I think, kind of the core of this problem is if Salesforce comes to my site and PipeDrive come to my site, you know, I'm going to want to have a better conversation with Salesforce than the PipeDrive lead. And I just think that Qualified is really tacking in that direction. And the way they talk about their platform. It's really in this sort of more intent based world. And I think that that's kind of the uh, the future here. So they're kind of my champion, even though technically, they, <laughs> they don't have as many, nearly as many customers as Drift.
0: Well, it's a subjective, uh, it's a subjective way of describing the market to be sure, but you're wrong. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I agree, I think qualified's really interesting. I'm not going to put them in a category quite yet. That's coming.
1: Who's your challenge? Well, I kind of think that Service Bell is my challenger here, because They're doing something just so different and they're leading with video, right? And I think that the stakes are high, especially for sales, to say, we're gonna throw a video conversation on the website. Like, I don't know if you how would you feel about that, Doug? Would you let your sales team launch like a video where your sales team could initiate a video call with prospects? Would you would you test that out? I would. I would. I test it. Yeah, you test it. Exactly. So I do think that if they can nail this, it has the opportunity to create a really personal experience. But it's so risky. And it feels so personal. I'm like on a website. But I'll tell you, when I went on their website, they cold video called me, I answered the question, we got on a call, like it happened, right? And everyone knows that speed to lead is so important. And you can't be somewhere else. You can't be multitasking if you're on video, right? And so this may fix another kind of incentive problem of sales reps. Like, oh, I'll get to that chat in a little bit. You know, the visitors bounced. With video, it's like you got to be there or the call won't happen. And so I like that about it. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go
0: next, Jordan. I'm going to go next yeah. and I'm going to give you the challenger and you're not going to be happy. You're going to be surprised. There's only so many choices left, right? Because I'm clearly not going to pick Service Bell. And I'll get to why I'm not picking Service Bell in a minute, but I'm going to go HubSpot. Right, so HubSpot is, you know, I think you talked about HubSpot, they're, uh, let's see, they're billion and approaching a billion in revenue. So how can they be a challenger? You nailed it earlier on, Jordan, which is this. You have this range of needs that people have, right? And I feel like Drift, and I'm going to say ServiceBell, and I'm going to throw Qualified in there, they recognize where their niches are, and they're going to do a spectacular job of addressing those niches. And you, you talked about Qualifieds rather well. I won't go further, but ServiceBell, a good example, when people actually need that human touch, that human contact, Salespeople will exploit it. It will be misused, no doubt about it. But that's really recognized in this use case that's, that's out there, right? HubSpot has said, look, the vast majority of the market has exactly what you called out on my website, which is, how can I help you today? The majority of the market's not sophisticated. And HubSpot's basically saying, we recognize the majority of the market's not sophisticated. And by the way, you can build your own bot, right? So open source software, again, it's based on their SDK, but it's open source. And you can create your own bot experience and it's really cheap. And I have to say, as HubSpot gains more and more traction in the marketplace, I think this is going to have probably a lot more legs than the more sophisticated
1: technology over time. Yeah. And the interesting thing here, and I agree with your take here, HubSpot has the opportunity to be the iMessage of chatbots. And so you know, you're know, you on your Apple machine, you see those blue messages, right? You get it on your iPhone, you get it on your iPad, and Android cannot do that, right? Like. You send a message, there's that puke green color that you get when you're sending a message to someone with an Android phone, and you're like, What are you doing, man? (laughs) Why are you using Android? And so HubSpot has this amazing opportunity because they are the true source of data. right? That's where the intelligence really lives. They don't have to connect to their tools. So I would love to see HubSpot do things that only HubSpot can do in chat because they own the data, they control the structure. They know how you use HubSpot.
0: Exactly right. I have to say, it's also a heck of a loss leader for them, too, Jordan. I think it's really smart strategy. We're down to just a couple of companies that are chumps. I'm going to tell you my chump is Service Bell. You're not going to agree with me. And, and that's <laughs> fine. That's the whole point of this. I really, really, really wrestled with this thought. I have to say, driving in today, because I have to say, I'm with you. I'm really impressed by what Service Bell is doing. I really think they're recognizing the niche. My challenge with Service Bell right now is that. On some level, and you nailed it, Jordan. On some level, there's going to be a furtherance of poor experiences. And this is not on service bell But guess what? As you know, like, far as you can tell, there are a five or six person shop. Have you heard of one of these before? Right? It's really about meeting that next moment of cash need. Right? It's not an easy place to be. And I got to tell you, sales organizations are going to grow like this. They're going to get big fast. I'm going to say this much. They're going to be laughing on their way to the bank. They're going to get big fast. And my chump issue is not them. It's not the size. It's not the brilliance. By the way, the founders of the website, really smart guy. It is the fact that it's going to get abused. And my challenge, the reason I do this podcast, Jordan, is that there's so much bad sales and marketing happening out there. And I feel like this is going to get abused. That's why I've got them as chumps. What about for you?
1: Well, I honestly think HubSpot is my chump here. And we talked a lot about what they could be doing. But let's talk about what they are doing right and if you look at a lot of the features here and their chat page is just it's meager right it's like contact and lead management pipeline management contact and company insights email templates and documents all, contact activity all of this reads to me like google forms they're like look we're not really investing in chat like sure it's a loss leader but uh, maybe it's not the Costco chicken. Maybe it's the frozen chicken, right? <laughs> like, you, know, you, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't go to Costco. It's like, wow, the frozen chicken is cheap. But you're not like, hey, I got to get that frozen chicken. And so I want them to be doing way cooler things with chat. I want them to be using their platform advantage. And it just doesn't feel like they're doing that to me. And that's like, it's just such a missed, missed opportunity, I think.
0: Okay. Well, I'm totally pleased that we didn't agree, Jordan. It's too bad that you're wrong. But I'm really pleased. I really am. So here we go. Here's we have. We're going to tally these things up. And then at the end of the season, we're going to find out who's right now. So Jordan, champs, I had Drift. We talked about why Drift is the champion. I get that. Your champion was qualified. Just give us the quick take on qualified one more time.
1: I just think they're tacked in the right direction about understanding intent, figuring out which customers, pushing live chat for the right customers, integrating with your systems. They're just so focused on chat. They can do a much better job. And you look at all of Drift's offerings, and there's not a lot of coherence. They seem to be focused on a lot of chat type things. But it's not like this is the one product that we're investing in. And if you look at Drift's installs on top million websites to built with, it's only declining. Now that might be because Drift is selling other things that BuiltWith with can't detect. But it means to me that they're not as focused on chat as qualified and the slope of Qualified installs is up and to the right, Doug.
0: Yeah, qualified's exploding. I have to say, I get a lot of time with the Qualified and Drift folks, they're partners of ours. And I, and I have to say the Qualified folks are hungry right there. Yeah. They're Sean,
1: Sean's great. Yeah.
0: And you've got Drift. I mean, they're the platform to go after. And if I'd be scared if I'm Drift by anybody, it would, it would absolutely be qualified, really impressed by that team. And then uh, we've talked about challengers. I actually, ironically enough, had HubSpot as a challenger because I, I think they've got the right kind of angle in on the larger market, meaning they're more likely to have a higher share of market at the end of the day. Your challenger, interestingly enough, is Bell, right? And so Service Bell, as you talked about before, really has this different angle in on the interactions themselves. So anything that stands out to you here, Jordan, that we haven't talked about? Anything that you looked at and said, oh, mm, there's trouble a-brewing for one of these companies?
1: Well, I think it's Drift is where the trouble is brewing. Because you just look at their installs on chat and it's going down. And so they could be purposely going up market, their deals could be getting much bigger. You see this all the time, right? Where companies will want to purposely churn their lower customers. But even if you look at installs on the top 100k websites on the internet, it's basically been flat for a long time. And so I really want Drift to drive back to chat. I think they have all of the right tools to do that. It may just be a go-to-market challenge, but I think that they've just built so much. But these fast, you know, the service bells and the qualifieds of the world are narrowing in on different pieces of their market and chipping away.
0: Okay. And Jordan, we're going to have a, a quick uh, shift to topics real quick. You were on an episode here a few weeks back. You talked about the complexity of one of the services you supported. You wanted to mention something about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I had talked about a really cool idea and I had mentioned it was my own. It was not. It was from a partner of ours, Kyle Williams at brickstack.com. And so his idea was to look at Google Tag Manager and the density of different tags, which by the way, he can do with Drift as well to see what kind of playbots people are using. So that's Kyle Williams, Brickstack.com, and his tech sort of scans websites and can pull intelligence signals out of them. So I just wanted to make that that really clear. We work with him as a partner. Great guy. You should uh, give him, send him a note. So Okay.
0: Thanks. Yeah. We, we talk a lot, about, lot of, about a lot of stuff here, Jordan. It moves quickly. So we appreciate that clarification. So I want to do another episode. Will you come back next month? I wouldn't mind kind of digging in. You know my favorite. I always talk about Kong. I wouldn't mind putting them through the same grinder. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Fantastic. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Jordan Crawford, CEO at Blueprint, for joining us. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website at BlueprintGTM. That's Blueprint, go to market GTM.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to RevGenPod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is at RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream, of- of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself.